and welcome to the first episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about how cyber criminals are taking advantage during the coronavirus pandemic and some tips and tricks to protect yourself while working from home. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you out. Before we jump into today's topics, since this is the first episode, I want to talk to you about why I wanted to do this podcast and where the name of this podcast comes from. I've been practicing law for the past eight years, and about three years ago, I wanted to pivot my practice to include data privacy and cybersecurity. Overall, it's been a great experience, but two things you will notice immediately when you go to any conference or gathering of cybersecurity professionals. The first is that you won't see many women or people of color. And when you do, they aren't in management positions. They're not in leadership positions in their organization. So why does this matter? It matters because it means that our national conversation on technology, privacy, and national security is being had by people with the same backgrounds, same experiences, and same views. This can lead to blind spots in technology and in policy. In our future episodes, we'll talk more about some of these blind spots. But one example of this technological blind spot is facial recognition software's inability to tell and distinguish women and people of color. In other words, facial recognition software thinks all black folks look the same. The National Institute of Standards and Technology, the federal laboratory known as NIST that develops standards for new technology, found empirical evidence that most of the facial recognition algorithms exhibit demographic differentials that can worsen their accuracy based on a person's age, race, or gender. In in this study, they found that Asian and African American people were up to 100 times more likely to be misidentified than white men. So what's the cause of this error? NIST reports suggest that there is a relationship between an algorithm's performance and the data that is used by researchers and developers to train the software. If there were more women and people of color in the room developing this software, maybe, just maybe, they would have suggested using other data and pictures to train the algorithm. The second thing that you will notice about the cybersecurity field is that everyone is talking about the skills gap and the inability to fill all of the open cybersecurity jobs. According to ISC Squared's 2019 Cybersecurity Workforce Study, the number of unfilled positions now stand at over 4 million professionals worldwide. One of the best ways to fill this gap is to focus on recruiting underrepresented groups and getting them to see that it's possible to have a career in this field. This is one of my goals for this podcast. So what's up with the name? When I told one of my coworkers that I was interested in cybersecurity, uh, she kind of laughed and then said, nothing about you says cybersecurity. 
I, I guess I don't look like the typical cybersecurity professional as a youngish African-American man. The name also is a play on one of the stand-up comedy routines done by Steve Harvey in the movie Kings of Comedy. During Steve's routine, he is talking with a heckling fan named Boogie. Steve asks Boogie what he does for a living. Boogie responds, computer technology. And Steve jokes, I know we aren't supposed to say this about other black people, but nothing about you says computer or technology. So let's jump into today's topics. Cyber criminals taking advantage during the coronavirus pandemic by targeting hospitals, schools, and employees working from home. According to Reuters, hackers linked to Iran have attempted to access the email accounts of staff at the World Health Organization. The hackers use phishing attacks to try to gain access to their emails. Along with the World Health Organization facing attacks, Microsoft has warned hospitals about vulnerabilities with their virtual private networks. Because most states are under shelter-at-home orders, people are using virtual private networks, or VPNs, to access their, access their company's computer systems from home. Microsoft has found that hackers are attempting to exploit vulnerabilities in VPNs to execute ransomware attacks. In response to this, Microsoft sent out the first of its kind targeted notifications with important information about these vulnerabilities. When ransomware attacks hit hospitals, it can result in the whole hospital having to shut down because so much of what hospitals do from intake to examining patients' records are done electronically. For example, in October of 2019, three hospitals in Alabama were forced to shut down because of ransomware attack, and ambulances in that area were instructed to take patients to other hospitals. Because of the large influx of patients caused by the coronavirus, a ransomware attack could have an even more devastating impact. Schools have moved online, and this move has given cyber criminals another opportunity to cause chaos and make a little bit of money. In Berkeley, a man gained access to an online Zoom video conference classroom and exposed himself to high school students and shouted obscenities before the teacher was able to eject him from the virtual classroom. Other school districts have reported being the victim of Zoom bombing. This is where an uninvited person joins a meeting or class. Finally, more employees are working from home. A lot of these employees are new to working from home, including myself, and these employees and their companies may not be prepared. Reuters is reporting that criminals are dressing up password stealing messengers and malicious software as coronavirus themed alerts, warnings or apps. Hackers are also masquerading as the U.S. Center of the, for Disease Control and Prevention in a bid to break into emails or swindle users out of money even trying to gain access to people's Android phones. In addition, people are receiving emails that look like they're about the coronavirus, but are actually just spam messages with malicious links and malware. Okay, this all sounds a little scary, but I'm not going to just leave you hanging. I'm going to give you some tips and tricks to protect yourself while you work from home or study from home. The first thing is to practice email safety. When you first get an email, ask yourself some basic questions. 
Do you know who sent this email? Is it their actual email address? Did other people get this same email in your organization? Do you have any doubts about the? Sometimes these emails will contain links in them. Do you even need to click the link? Is this something that you already have access to? Were you expecting someone to send you an attachment? The bottom line is you should trust your gut. If an email looks funny or suspicious, don't open it. Don't click on the attachment. Delete it and report it. The next thing you can do is to practice good cyber hygiene. I often tell my students that you should make sure that your devices are fresh to death. It means updating and patching your software. Check on your home router. When's the last time have you updated it? When's the last time have you looked for updates? The next thing you should understand is that free Wi-Fi isn't free. Don't just use any Wi-Fi. Make sure to use a secured, password-protected Wi-Fi. Make sure to report any lost devices to your company as soon as possible, even if it's your own personal device. If you access the company's network using your personal computer, tablet, or phone, and it becomes missing, you should report it because there may be files or other software uh, that were left on those machines. Thank you guys so much for joining us today on the first episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see you guys next week.